In our society, I say it all the time, they will take a, a fringe sliver of people and how they think. They will drive everyone to match that thinking, to placate it so that small fringe isn't upset mm. and totally tromp on the majority. Yeah. Uh, we can disagree with this and still be friends. Right. It's okay. You right. know, you can have your viewpoint on it. We don't have to all agree on Facebook. We can disagree about different things. We can endorse and celebrate things. We don't have to agree upon it. You know, we're not in a dictatorship. We know right. we're in a democracy. And sometimes I think we forget that. Right. This is the Way to Go podcast. And we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMinn from Eagleville Bible Church. Along with me is Adam Page, also a pastor of Eagleville Bible Church. And one of the things that I wanted to tackle here out the gate was the Congress made this new law about gender neutral language. So not affecting what a Senator might say from the floor of the house, but saying what would be written in any laws that you can't use the word. I'll just read it. All right. That'll, that'll make it, I think more clear. And this was out of the wall street journal. I'm picking this up on Monday. The democratic controlled lower chamber voted along party lines to approve new official language guidelines, words such as himself and herself are to be replaced by themselves. Out with father, mother, son, daughter, brother, sister, uncle, aunt, and other family terms. And in with parent, child, sibling, and so forth. And in sense, Kevin McCarthy, the Republican minority leader, tweeted that the changes are stupid, which is true but incomplete. <laughs> now, the Wall Street Journal goes on uh, to say no, this. Man. Mrs. Pelosi is obviously mm -hmm. attempting to placate the progressives in her caucus. However, it's also another example of how the political left today demands not only tolerance, but endorsement. You can't disagree respectfully, let alone agree to or not to agree. It's bad enough when our colleges and universities enforce what amount the speech codes or indulge efforts to shield students from dissenting viewpoints. Now we have lawmakers in Washington offering a kind of a federal imprimatur. I don't even know if I said that right here. On the limiting free expression, the next time Republicans control the House, they can and should reverse these changes. There's little evidence that anyone beside the far left elites are obsessed with gender neutral vocabulary. So I, I read that and say, okay, to wow. make everyone happy, to please, you know, some of the transgender thinking. And I went to a lot of websites looking up terms because I was trying to figure out what you would, what transgender would call a boys soccer team. So I yeah. still couldn't figure that out. Like, I'm like, well, how would you distinguish the boys team from the girls team unless you wouldn't have either team and it'd be all, co I don't even know. So the children's team, I guess. So I was thinking about stuff like that. So I went to actually a lot of sites to see, and they really do press this. Yeah. Like, don't say mom, dad. They, they would even go as far as don't say your boyfriend or girlfriend, that's your date mate. Your date mate. Your that's date a new mate. one. I haven't heard yeah, about that. Yeah, your date mate. And <laughs> wow. then when they get serious, then they're your significant other. But oh. never say boyfriend or girlfriend. Just don't say boy, don't say girl. Because for some reason, that's, I don't know, clumsy or offensive. And so that when I read that kind of stuff, of course, I look at this like I have a lot of things in my many years on the planet yeah. so far and thought, seriously, that's ridiculous. And yet you'll see it get more and more of a foothold. Yeah. And as soon as now they're going to make this a long Congress, it won't be long in my estimation. If this is important to them, they're going to start pressing this on schools. They're going to start coming into the Jefferson area, local schools. Let's say the little with teaching the little kids, 
don't say the word mom, don't say the word dad, just say parent. And that's my concern. Is yeah. it why do why do we have to change that language? What in the world is wrong with acknowledging there are boys and girls? Yeah, there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with with separating them out. I mean, that's the way that God did it. I mean, I know in California, teachers, friends of mine have said that they can't line up kids in a, in a boy line or a girl line. They have to do tallest to shortest or youngest to oldest or something of that nature, right. which is it, uh, it's so unbelievable right now that this is the culture that we are being forced to live in and, and abide by to an right. extent. And right now it's just, it's rhetoric and the law probably, I would imagine they will pass because they have the majority in the Senate and in the you know House of Representatives. So I imagine it will pass. But when you're saying this is important to us, you know, the government of the United States is saying, hey, this is so important to us. You know, that's going to start coming our way. It's not our way yet, yeah. but it's only a matter of time before, you know, we're going to be wrestling through. And I say, I would say in the next four years, you're going to see a lot of discussion about gender neutral bathrooms. Do businesses or schools have to add a third bathroom for transgender, so on and so forth? Um, I have questions like, okay, well, if you, because I'm one of those people, I'm going to follow thinking to the nth degree. So I yeah. look at, you know, what happened in Washington, D.C., where they have a big January 6th get-together, Trump speaks, a bunch of them uh, raid the White House, or the Capitol, excuse me, and I look at that and say, okay, well, let's follow this thinking out to the nth degree. If you're allowed to do it there, then you're allowed to come to church and do it. You're allowed to go to the mall and do it. You're allowed to go to a hospital and do it. You're allowed mm -hmm. to go to a school and do it. And the nth degree, as you follow it out, it just doesn't really work out. So I'm going to take this thinking to the nth degree and say, okay, well, let's take it out to the nth degree. Does that mean we don't have Father's and Mother's Day anymore? Wow. Right? Yeah, because if you're going to only have gender neutral terms uh, when it comes to a birth certificate, will there no longer be a father and a mother? Will it be parent one, parent two, like thing one, thing two, yeah. and cat in the hat? Well, there's is it going to be, <laughs> be parent uh, one and parent two? Uh, I, I think I think it is. I think you're going to see that. I mean, with the obvious of of Ellen Page uh, becoming Elliot Page and the how much she was celebrated in her transition to becoming a guy. Uh, I think we're, we're seeing that in our society today. Um, like you were talking about with the bathrooms, I think it is going to become uh, like we see in Starbucks where there isn't really a gender on the door. It just, it's open to anybody. They can come in there. And I think we're, we're entering a world where we're going to see a lot of change like this. And we might okay, see but parents I don't mind that. Like I don't mind Starbucks having yeah. a bathroom that anyone can go into because when I go there, okay, well that makes it, convenient for me. So, I mean, yeah. to me, I see some good in it where I would be uncomfortable is if you take a bathroom with 10 stalls, five stalls, whatever, and then it's, it's both either, or I, I would feel really awkward for me personally. Yeah. I feel awkward using yeah. public bathrooms anyway. Let's face it. I'm really going to feel awkward if it's guys and girls at the same time. And I, I think too, like, okay, no more King and queen of the court then. Yeah. Because those are terms that would be would indicate male, female. And so I look at these things and I think how ludicrous it is, how ridiculous our thinking. Like we are actually, we live in a society that doesn't want to tell anyone no. Mm -hmm. We want to create a bouncy house where no one gets hurt. So you'll take, yeah. in our society, I say it all the time, they will take a, a fringe sliver of people and how they think. They will drive everyone to match that thinking, to placate it so that small fringe isn't upset. And totally tromp on the majority. Yeah. Tromp on our feelings. It doesn't matter how we feel. It doesn't matter what we think. They're going to step all over it. You look at what God says. God says in uh, Genesis one twenty seven, God created mankind in his image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. And by the way, in the new language, you can't use mankind. 
You have mm. to use humankind, but it still is a word man in it, so I don't really see what you accomplished. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like they say, don't use mankind, but you can use humankind, but it still is a word man. Yeah. So, but that that's what they're suggesting. Because I like I said, I've been to the sites and I've looked at, you know, different uh I Googled it. I do what I do. Yeah. This is how I learn stuff. I Google stuff, you know, so I Googled it up and I looked at it because I was trying to figure out, well, what would you call this person? What would you call that person? So if you can't use the word uncle and aunt, like I was really wondering, well, what would I say? What do you call them? Your parent's sibling. Yeah. So you can't, so you don't distinguish which parent because you can't say mm -hmm. mom or dad. So that's going to add confusion. And then you don't say you're, uh, if it's an aunt or an uncle, you just say sibling. So yeah. people really don't know who you're talking about. So I guess you'll just have to throw names out there and then they would uh, possibly know if they knew your family. But I, I look at this kind of stuff and here's the argument that I've heard. Because I look at birth and I'm like, there are two genders. You're a boy or a girl. That's mm -hmm. XY chromosome. That's science. But they go, well, now they're dividing your sex from your gender. So they're saying, well, sure, you're born a certain sex, so you're born a boy or a girl, but gender is so much more complicated. And, and gender, listen, I quote now, gender identity is more of an inner sense of being male, female, or somewhere in between. Regardless of physical anatomy, it may be influenced by genetics and other factors. It is more about the brain than your sex organs. And transgender is a term accepted across science and medical groups to mean people whose gender identity doesn't match what... Rafferty calls their sex assigned at birth. So this is how now they're getting around the science part of it. To so say, God made a mistake. Not that he made a mistake. It's just like, well, no, you can still be a boy or a girl, but feel yeah. like you're different. You can be a boy who feels like he's a girl or a girl feels like he's a boy. So we're going to go by your feelings and your inner sense. So my question would then be, okay, well, then I should be able to change my race based on inner sense. If I feel like I'm Asian or Hispanic, then I should be able to mm -hmm. be that. Or if I feel like I'm 35, which I do, then I should just be able to legally change my age. But we all know yeah. that's impossible because it doesn't match the fact. Yeah, that's true. So I think there's a ton of confusion. And we're not talking about, by the way, I have no, and I want to clarify this for the record. I am not against neutral, gender neutral words. Like if they want to take chairman or mailman and mm -hmm. they want to call the mailman the mail carrier yeah, and they want to call the chairman the chair, I don't care about that. Yeah, that's fine. Seaman goes to seafarer. Okay, I, I'm not arguing about any of that kind of stuff. That doesn't mm -hmm. that doesn't bother me because you know we recognize a lot of women are in the workforce too, as well as men. And so the chair man might be a woman, so you just call it the chair. An actor, an actress. Well, let's just call them all actors. I, that kind of stuff for me, I don't really have an issue with. But when you're starting to say that you can actually change your gender, that somehow it's fluid, because yeah. maybe a girl's a tomboy. I. I think I there's I think there's a big difference um, between gender equality of you know having women do the same thing that men can do like you were talking about like a male person right. um, to the point of a uh, gender blurring where you know you can't tell whether it's a person it kind of makes me think of the old SNL skip um, it's Pat yeah you know of, you don't you don't know who it is you don't want to offend them and it's kind of like that in our society today that everything is unisex and a lot of the kids that are born today you know have names like Apple and different things and you can't north and you can't really figure out what is the actual gender that's going on i think a lot of parents are doing that on purpose so the kid can figure out what gender they want to be instead of understanding that that's what they were assigned at birth well you're really in trouble because you're named after the first man that was born yeah. so there's no <laughs> there's no question is what adam means and honestly i think you should change that name adam that's yeah. that offends me it offends me. It's too mannish for me. No, I don't, I'm just kidding. But here's the one thing in our society where I really 
think that the article had it dead on is not just about tolerance. It's about endorsement. And mm-hmm. where I buck on stuff is like, yeah, I can tolerate things I don't agree with all day long. I do. And I have for my whole life, but you, I can't endorse everything. And when you're making me endorse things you're yeah. trying to, that I just don't agree with, that's where it starts breaking apart to me because we should be able to, as a society agree to disagree. And if somebody's offended because I use the word mom or dad, get over it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I should be allowed to call my mom, mom, and I should be allowed to call dad, dad, and my uncle and aunt and brothers and sisters and so on and so forth. Yeah. I call people bro all the time. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're all, yeah, that's just not language. You know, we should be using, and I look at it like, why not? I should be able to say Merry Christmas. If you don't want to say it yeah. back, you don't have to. I'm not been out of shape. I celebrated the birth of Jesus Christ at Christmas. <laughs> I'm not making you do it, but don't mm-hmm. make me feel bad about doing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I should be able to celebrate it. And I don't, if you want to, you that's up to you. I don't care if anyone else in the world celebrated it. I do, but let's say if no one agrees with me in my whole state about celebrating the birth of Christ, I'm still going to celebrate the birth of Christ and be quite happy doing so. I don't yeah. need everyone to go along with me. I don't need everyone else to be a photographer to enjoy photography. I don't need everyone else to be running on the trail for me to enjoy running. It's just something I like to do. So why can't we be that as Americans? Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good point. I think it's kind of a slippery slope as we go from uh, having something we disagree with and ask to be tolerant towards it, then ask to endorse it, and then b- people being angry because we don't celebrate it. Right. And I think we, we've gotten to that point right now with this, that it, you know you got to tolerate it, then endorse it. And I'm saying like, I'm not going to tolerate it. I'm not going to endorse it. And I'm never going to celebrate it. Right. You know, that my mom will always be mom. Dad will always be dad. And my right. kids will always be girl or boy. Right. You know, that because that's what the word of God says. And I think when it comes to that, when you when you come against the word of God, then I say, okay, that's where we draw the line. Right. And I say, okay, you know, I love you, but I disagree right. with you. Well, the thing is, where it comes to play in our society, where I see is when it comes to like our definition of marriage between a man and a woman. So we wouldn't agree with same sex marriage. So what? I don't have to agree with it. You know, I I think it's like saying two left gloves are a pair. No, a left and a right glove are a pair. They're redefining it. Okay, they did and they can. I don't have to agree with it for them to be happy. You know what I'm saying? They can have a happy life whether I know that, hey, Bill loves me. He doesn't agree with me. He loves me because guess what? I don't agree with people who commit adultery. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with lying. I don't agree with a lot of things. doesn't mean I don't love sinners. It just means that I just don't don't agree with it. And I think that it's it's ludicrous. And we're we're coming into a lot of polarization in our country because we don't allow people to disagree. We can't stand people disagreeing. You disagree with someone about math mask and wearing mask, you're going to get unfriended. You're going to get vicious arguments about it. Why can't we say, well, you know, this is kind of how I feel, but I respect how you're, how you think. I respect people who wear masks. I'm going to respect people if they're legitimately scared and they want to be in their basement and they're consistent about it. I don't respect inconsistency, but if you're consistent about it, I'm going to respect that, you yeah. know, because you're allowed to think that way. I think it really, uh, kind of weirded out one of my friends on Facebook. He wanted to argue about something and just kept going back and forth with me on it. And I finally wrote to him and said, you know what? Uh, we can disagree with this and still be friends. Right. It's okay. You right. know, you can have your viewpoint on it. We don't have to all agree on Facebook. We can disagree about different things. We can endorse and celebrate things. And we don't have to agree upon it. You know, we're not in a dictatorship. We know right. we're in a democracy. And sometimes I think we forget that. Right. No, I agree. And for a democracy to work, There has to be tolerance is what we should expect. I should expect this. People don't agree with my beliefs as a pastor, 
but you can allow me to exist here. Yeah. And you can allow me to have church and, and preach the Bible and sing the songs we want to sing. And you, you don't have to agree with me, but you shouldn't be here trying to shut me down and smashing my mm-hmm. windows out and get that would be wrong. And I shouldn't be burning your house down because I don't agree with you or making yeah. you feel less or anything else. I don't think that's the way that it works. It's not the way Christianity was designed or set up. Yeah. Christianity was a kind of a grassroots thing where it spreads out like kind of the mustard seed, which grows into a powerful yeah. tree. You know, you plant that seed, that seed takes root in people's hearts and lives. People change. And that's how we see it is the Holy Spirit's working on people. You see people change. We would rather be at that grassroots level. I don't expect the government to defend my beliefs. I don't accept to allow them, but yeah. I don't expect them to champion them. Yeah. I don't, I don't need the government to champion me. I don't need the high schools to champion Christian belief. I don't need my community leaders to champion me. No. I just need them to give me a, a place. That's all I want. I just yeah. want a place in the arena of ideas to compete. That's all I want. Yeah. I don't need you to be championing. So why would you expect me to champion every cause out there? I don't think it's possible. No, I don't think it's possible. I, I'm against their overreach into our into our lives where they say, you know, hey, you can go ahead and do this, but you have to go with our terms. Right. And these are the things that you can teach on in church. And these are things you can preach on. And this is when you can attend church and what you need to have on if you're going to attend church. You know, I, I think that's not when you look at the pilgrims and you look at those who started our country. I don't think that's what they looked at at all. It was religious freedom and religious liberty that they right. were trying to get away, you know, trying to have, you know, and that's, you know, what America is founded upon right. and that we should be able to have that and to be able to celebrate um, our belief systems, you know, and that's okay if we don't agree upon, you know, you know, everybody's, you know, and that's fine. You know, and that's part of what America is. Right. But I mean, I make a common sense statement about, hey, we, we should be a law and order as Christians and we should follow the laws of the land, which doesn't include invading the Capitol building. Yeah. People, Christians argue about that. To me, it's like, I'm not even looking at Facebook this morning. Like I'm, I, I don't yeah. even know if I'll look at Facebook all day. Because I just don't want to deal with the argument because there, there shouldn't be any argument about that. that that's a biblical statement. Mm-hmm. Christians should not be arguing with a biblical statement about following the laws of your land. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't. Because we're not talking about disobeying God. It's clear in the Bible that you mm-hmm. put God first. So why are we arguing about these things? So I just, I don't, you know, and that, but you know what, yeah. that's America and that's just how it is. Now, when it comes to gender and respecting, I think we should celebrate the differences. You know, I have two yeah. girls, uh, both of them are different. One was definitely more of a tomboy, uh, hooded sweatshirts and jeans would, they'd probably be happy in that forever. My yeah. other one would, and they'll still wear nice stuff. Uh, my other one is definitely, you know, make sure every hair is just right and looks right and looks good and makeup's yeah. right. And the other one doesn't even wear makeup. I don't think so. Yeah. They're, they're two different people. They're both girls, mm-hmm. right? You know, they're both females and have no problem. They're different and that's okay. And my, then there's the son and there's me and the way I think as a guy and there's the way my wife thinks as a gal. Celebrate some of those differences. Yeah. I don't think we should try to erase them. I think we yeah. should appreciate them. I think, you know, it's appreciating what people look like and that them, them being themselves and who God's created them to be, you know, no matter what your size is, no matter what color skin you have, you know, no matter how big or small you are, or thin or tall you are, being able to celebrate that, know that, you know, one of the things that we talked about last night um, in Awana in our kids ministry was, who does God say that I am? And God says, you know, if we have a relationship with him, then we're a child of the king. We're a child of God. And that's who we are. You know, our our image shouldn't be defined on who's the best looking influencer on Instagram, you know, or do I look like this, you know, this amazing person that's on TV or, you know, do I look like that guy on Men's Health Magazine, right. you know? 
am I, am I a child of the King and am I acting like it? Am I being an ambassador of Christ, right. you know, as a man of God? Right. You know, and I think that's what, you know, scripture calls us to do. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with encouraging our, our boys to be boys yeah, or girls to be girls. I'm not saying girl, you have to play with a doll. I was never that kind of dad. I was never the kind of dad and say, my son, you're going to play football or you're going to play sports. No, if you're more talented in music or writing or whatever, you know, I was happy yeah. to encourage you, whatever your talents would be. I'm not talking about that kind of stuff, but I'm, I have seen, I've witnessed in different cities that I've traveled to and different places that I've been, even as a speaker, I've seen a lot of incredible softness. And mm -hmm. I wonder sometimes where does this come from? Are we just like being overly protective? Are we just sheltering and babying some of our young men so much that they're having a hard time figuring out what a man is. Oh, I don't I think know. So now in this county, I don't see it much. Like in this county, I was a soccer coach. I'm going to tell you what I saw nothing like that. Those guys, they were all rough and tumble. Everyone, um, I, I see it in, in our church, Eagleville Bible Church. I see a lot of men, men. You know, they, there's there's no doubt yeah. here. There, I, I. But in other places, I've traveled. I've been to more in the city then I, I've seen some of it more where I'm just a little bit concerned about them. Like, Hey guys, don't be afraid to be a guy, girl. Don't be afraid to be a girl. Let's celebrate some of those differences. And also let's not be afraid if, if a young lady wants to go out and be more tomboyish, that's okay too. Right. Yeah, you definitely. know what I mean? And if yeah. you're, if your boy wants to keep his hair perfectly neat and dress nice, that's nothing wrong with that either. That's not what we're talking about with gender, but there are clear mm -hmm. differences. Oh yeah. I mean, I've taken my girls down the boy um, aisle at, you know, at target and tried to get them to buy boy toys, but the only thing so far they've been interested in is Nerf guns. So that was the best part of Christmas. Well, that is. Nerf <laughs> guns are fun. Oh, they're, they're they fun. are a blast. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. So I don't think that, you know, we're, we're talking about forcing any, you know, particular thing on there. But at the same time, you know, we're recognizing there are differences. I'm a man. And as the last thing I'll say before we're done, as a guy, I do have that one track mind, meaning that my brain's on whatever I'm doing. And my wife would say, watch, you know, I'd take Cassie out in the garden with me all the time. You know, watch, you're going to watch her. Yep, I'm going to watch her. Next thing I know, I forgot I even have a kid, you know, because I get to weed in a tomato plant or corn or whatever it is. And my daughter's three houses down and oh, my wife man. is all ticked at me, which she should be ticked at me because my yeah. kid's running all over the neighborhood and I'm not paying one look of attention because I was out there for five minutes and forgot I had a kid. That's being a guy too. <laughs> I don't understand that. Yeah, that's one of my guy hardships. I'm not a great multitasker. Uh, but anyway, uh, hopefully this has been helpful to you. We hope that you have a great and an awesome week.